Cheers. Shall we start this thing? Hey, listeners, you are listening to Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. We are a podcast that talks about a horror movie, and yes, we will spoil that movie, or movies in this case. And uh, recently watched, we will try to not spoil, but no big promises there. You know, (laughs) sometimes things get said and you can't unsay them. Uh, And thank you to the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. Happy Easter, Moonrays. Happy Easter to the Moonrays. You can put on their bunny ears and hop around. Find them on iTunes or Amazon where you can buy their music digitally and say hi to them on Facebook where they are the Moon Dash Rays. That's housekeeping. We're here. That's housekeeping. Yeah. We have Ziggy joining us. Welcome back to the show, Yay. Ziggy. Yes, Thank welcome back. Thank you for having me. I like being here very much. Great. Good. You want to just join the show and be here every time? Oh, yes. That'd be so nice. Yeah, you can do I'd it. I'd have an excuse to just hole up in my room and watch movies more than I usually do. Yeah. <laughs> like anyone needs an excuse. Fair. So um, we did... Is this your third appearance on the show? Yep. Okay. So we've only talked about Jason movies with you. Yes. What do you want to talk about instead next time? I have no idea. I quite scream. enjoy this. Yeah. I do love Scream. You Goodness. love Scream so I much. I love Scream. <laughs> One of my coworkers was wondering if you'd seen uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Not yet. Okay. Wow, really? They, mm-hmm. they suggested that one. Yeah. So we, we watched Nightmare on Elm Street, although we already covered a couple of them, I think. I think we did. I think we did yeah. one, two, and the reboot. Yeah. Yeah, we did original versus remake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, that was it. And uh, something like you shouldn't have sequels <laughs> <Yeah>. or something <laughs> misguided yeah. sequels. Misguided sequels. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe it was a mind eraser or something for yeah number two. I remembered nothing about it. Yeah, and yeah. it is it is a big number two. And, and tonight one, <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah, one of tonight's movies is total mind eraser. I still don't know if I saw it originally or not. I think the one you imagine is better than the one you... Oh, yeah. always, always. The thing yeah. that um, the guys from Channel Awesome said uh, was about Wicker Man, was if you think you're remembering it wrong, you're remembering it right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true for a lot of these movies. Um, do we want to just do a brief uh, recently watched? Sure. Um, um, Ziggy, what have you watched lately? Um, I was totally prepared for this question, and now I'm not. Um, uh, anything on Netflix? Oh, yeah. I watched uh, Final Destination 1 and 2, mm-hmm. and then I watched My Bloody Valentine recently. Does 2 have the logging truck? Mm. Yes. Yes, oh, it yeah. does. I lived in the Pacific Northwest, and I used to look at those things and think, that could really kill you. <laughs> this was many years before the movie. So how did you like the kills in those things? I just find them entertaining. I think the whole concept is cool, and so I'm willing to put up with the crappy effects and everything. Um, I liked the second one because the main character plays a character in Criminal Minds, which I'm really into right now. Oh, nice. So that was a plus for me. We got to see her as a brunette. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I really liked that one. The um, last one in that series is really good. Which what Honestly, number is that? Don't they go up to like five? Five, yeah. Yeah. Surprising. Okay. They really have good. one, two, and three on Netflix. Mm. So I'm gonna watch three soon. Um, and then I I saw My Bloody Valentine, which I liked. Again, the, I like the, the main the character. New one? Okay. The original. I think so. Yeah. I don't know the one on Netflix. Um, and I liked that. I was confused though. I had to Wikipedia the plot so I could figure out what was going on. I hate when that happens. Yeah, because my friend and I were trying to guess who the killer was, but then we just got confused about who was alive and who wasn't. So I had to look it up. This is one of the actors from the Supernatural yes. series. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the remake. Okay, then I saw that one. Um, I'm also into that show, so just all around. Who good from people. Supernatural's on that? Uh, Jensen Ackles. The blonde. Oh, okay. The brunette one's in the Friday the 13th reboot. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know if I'll get around to watching Mm -hmm. that one. Well. (laughs) Yeah. There's always something mind-blowing happening. Fair. Uh, Anything else good um, other than Netflix? Um, no, I haven't gone to the movies recently. I'm actually, I'm really excited for the, uh, the Chucky reboot, the the new one. Me too. Um, because they, they bring, like, the story of Chucky back to, like, the 21st century, right? Like, that's, like, their whole thing. Yeah. I'm really excited. I love Chucky, so. Who, who Me guy, too. Who are the guy doing the voice? Is it Mark Hamill? Yeah, Mark, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is doing the voice of Chucky, which I don't know. Well, he he's done the Joker and stuff like that for years on those Batman mm-hmm. cartoons. But they have <clears> such <throat> an established Chucky voice. Yeah, that's true. But Whatever Brad... Dorif. Dorif. Not to be confused with Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf. Or... or Steven Dorf. Steven Dorf. That's what it is. Steven Dorf. <laughs> Dorf on golf. This is a reference that you wouldn't even get. Ziggy, sorry. Awesome. Yeah. It Just was, along for the ride. It's cool. It, it was a dumb thing on TV that I don't think anyone ever bought. Oh, I'm sure they sold a zillion of them because they made a zillion of them. Yeah, I'm sure. People were delighted with Tim Conway. Yeah. You ever watch the Flintstones? Mm-mm. Okay. I was going to give her a, a really nice piece of Harvey Korman trivia. Uh, well, go ahead and give it to the listeners. Um, he did the voice of the Great Gazoo. Yes. And if you don't know who that is and you don't know who Harvey Korman is, then I'm who are the wasting your time. <laughs> um, basically, the Honeymooners as cavemen. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> sudden, I know the Flintstones. Sudden realization, right? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, they were the Honeymooners. Damn it! That was just like Ralph Cramden with all the yelling and the threatening his wife with violence. Yeah. And shit you used to do back then. That's not acceptable now. No. Cartoons don't have that kind of stuff going on. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what else, Ziggy? Is that about it? Or Yeah, I think oh, that's, okay. that's about it. Anything, Will? I watched The Silence. Mm-hmm. With uh, It's on Netflix right now. It's uh, Netflix's version of The Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're shaking your head. It makes me so mad. <laughs> with Karen and Shipka. Uh-huh. Sabrina. Sabrina. And uh, Stanley Tucci. Mm-hmm. Tucci. Tucci. <laughs> uh, it's terrible. I, I recommend it highly if you... If you like The Quiet Place and want to see it again, <laughs> but not exactly the same. <clears throat> Why do they think the deaf people would somehow be better at being quiet? I don't know. I would think the deaf people would be <laughs> yeah. worse at being quiet. Yeah. Because well, they wouldn't have any idea that they're making any noise. 
nostrils. Yeah, what if you had one of those whistling things happening with your nostril? Maybe, mm-hmm. you, maybe you wouldn't know. They touch Damn. on that in Hush. There's they, that whole part. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. yeah. Where she's like deaf, and then she's, there's like the inner monologue where she's like, okay, he can't hear you, so he has the advantage. So, and then I don't know how she kills him, but she does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a much better movie than, than The Silence. <laughs> I... Yes, I haven't seen The Silence, but oh. I don't like that movie for like one scene. Oh, yeah? The Anytime hands are broken, I flip out. Oh. I can't, so he like slams her hand in like the screen door. So you I were, can't handle hands. So you really enjoyed uh, the, no. the middle one of these movies. No, I did not. <laughs> I feel the same way when somebody gets teeth knocked out. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah, I don't. Mm. Mm. And um, actually, I, sorry, I'm going to jump in again. No. Yeah. I saw The Open House recently like again i rewatched it and that's a netflix original um and that one's pretty good but there's a scene where like the killer like breaks all her fingers and like gives her the knife to like get rid of like the the ropes her like restraints but she can't do it because her fingers are broken and mm. that scene was so long and drawn out i uh-uh mm, yeah can't handle that mm. oh anything else will yes and then i watched a ghost story which uh finally Jolien hated this film. This is the closest I've ever heard Jolien get to fuck this movie. <laughs> um, I loved it. Okay. I know Richard liked it. I liked it. Uh, um, I thought it was fantastic. It was uh, it was the existential crisis of somebody who no longer existed. Yeah. yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, or something but like that. You know that five minutes in and you know it exactly what was going to happen five minutes in i still liked it yeah, even I, though it was totally spoiled by you i knew I, I still liked it i didn't spoil it did i well not really no I, you I, didn't but uh between you and richard i think i do pretty much the movie but i still i really liked it so sorry okay yeah. <laughs> no it's fine no, my, no. my loss yeah. <laughs> i really didn't like it no i mean that's happened to me on this show you guys liked stuff and i've been like ah, green room <laughs> but it's got captain picard in it garbage what else do you need and some other guy from a, a different star trek jeez unfortunately yes i love it when people say star trek star trek and they they, they legitimately don't know they're saying it wrong Oh, you you like stuff like that Star Trek? I like yes, Star Trek. Is, you is, know, is Star Trek a thing for you? Do you? Watch no, it honestly, I was never in that. My parents didn't watch it, and we didn't really have cable ever when it would play reruns. So I saw it at friends' houses occasionally, mm-hmm. um, and then the Star Trek version on Black Mirror was entirely lost on me. Oh, okay. um, that's right. Yeah. They did their own thing. Their own I like the it. thought of an outer space track and field based <laughs> TV show. <laughs> that would be great. Some planet where the gravity is different. Yeah, long jumping on the moon. Yeah. That's not such a big deal. Right. Uh, and then we watched uh, a bunch of Friday the 13th. Mm. So has your wife said no more of this? Yes. <laughs> There's no more Jasons, no more Freddies, and no more Frankensteins. What? <laughs> What's left? Oh, and no more Michael Myers, even though I have not made her watch any Halloweens. She, she just threw him in, too. <laughs> Maybe she didn't know which guy he was. She's like, and that guy with the damned hockey mask, that Michael Myers guy. No, no. She no? knows who Jason is. Okay. And she knows Michael Myers wears a Shatner mask. Mm-hmm. Tying in into Star Trek. Yeah. So, Bill Shatner, Star Trek. You know, Star full Trek. circle, right there. 
Close that loop. Does this mean anything to Mm-mm. you? I just smile and so nod William sometimes. William Shatner played Captain Kirk on the original Star Trek series. Ah. And then they took a mask. They just bought mm-hmm. a, a Halloween mask of him. Uh, coloured it white, cut out the eyes. And that's the Michael Myers mask. So I think ever, I need that bit. Have you ever seen the side-by-side of the two? No. Hmm. Well, we'll show you that. I mean, we don't need to blow your mind live on air right now, but, you know. Yeah. We did, we did enough mind-blowing uh, uh, live watching Toxic Avenger. It was yes. mind-blowingly bad and dull. Yeah. <laughs> How I remembered it. Yeah. And then one of those fuckers had my name. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. One of the actors has my name. Oh, no. Like full name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Richard Duggan. <clears throat> yeah. First and last. Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe different middle name. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't dig that far Didn't get that it. information yet. No. But I think that's all I've watched now. It's only been a week, so yeah. Julian, how about you? Uh, yeah, I mean they uh, <laughs> they had a bunch of uh, Greta Garbo movies on TCMs. So I've been watching those. Um, not really much in the way of horror there, but uh, there's one called uh, Susan Lennox: Her Fall and Rise from 1931. So this is pre-code, mm. um, and uh, it's her and uh, Clark Gable together for the only time. Uh, this is a tale of uh, abuse, rape, dog shooting, and romance. Mm. Uh, and you see on screen together in one shot, uh, Garbo and uh, <laughs> Olga Roderick, who was the bearded lady in Freaks. Really? I was expecting the combination of those three things mentioned happening in one scene. Uh, that's what I was thinking, dog shooting romance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a whole genre. <laughs> Dog shooting romance. Also watch the uh, Ghost in the Shell anime <clears throat> movie series. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to watch the... The live action the one? Scarlet <clears throat> Michelle Hansen. I have seen one. that one. Is yeah. it any good? Uh, it's great eye candy. Oh, okay. Very boring. Oh. Uh, because <clears throat> I love like the original the, movie. Yeah, the, especially the, the first two uh, anime are just... The yeah. The Memorial Oshi one's just incredible. And, and yeah, the, they are. The second one is just, just so so dense with stuff they refer to is, is great um, but it's not really horror so I won't talk about it uh, oh, so, uh, I love uh, one of my favourite directors is uh, Jean-Pierre Melville who did uh, uh, his first film was uh, The Silence of, mm. of the Sea The Sea Lance de la Mer with uh, Howard Vernon from the um, Jess Franco movies oh, great. as a Nazi officer um, but anyway, his second film was uh, Les Enfants Terribles, which he made with Jean Cocteau. Uh, so it's got great you know, dreamy imagery in it and um, disturbing siblings movie. The French are good at that. Mm. If you've seen Forbidden Games and the, the children are watching. Uh, yeah, uh, that's excellent. Um, Unfriended Dark Web. Have you seen that one mm. last year? Not, maybe no? not Dark Web. Oh, so, so the first Unfriended was... I, I like that one. It's, so these are movies which uh, it all takes place on the on a monitor screen. Yeah. And uh, the first one's basically a kind of a slasher thing set up. And then the second one, someone uh, gets drawn into the dark web, which is like uh, the internet, which is uh, untraceable and mm. unsearchable. The concept of the black market. Yeah. Just worse. All, all sorts <clears throat> of terrible things going on. Right, and uh, so he, he he seems to stumble into that. Uh, I won't give it away. Uh, it's got lots of good twists in it. Uh, this was released in two endings, theatrically. Mm. Wow! And then there's two more endings on the DVD. 
Um, is this choices uh, or because they couldn't make up their mind? I don't know. They shot four endings total. Like Clue. I was uh, thinking yeah, the same so thing. Clue, Clue, did this, Clue was this like mystery movie and they sent it out theatrically and uh, uh, projectionists could had a, had a choice or they were... There was like a random... There was like a pan for which ending they showed on any particular night. Yeah. So you didn't know how it was going to end. That's really cool. And then um, they did a thing where they just ran all four endings or whatever and said, or maybe it was this. <clears throat> uh, so this was directed by uh, Stephen Sisko, who who wrote uh, Garage 1 and 2 and Texas Chainsaw 3D, but it's better than that. <laughs> um, uh, Still I, haven't seen that yeah, one. It, 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 I was... I. Uh, I get really anxious about these these, these films, and uh, you know, there's a lot of dread to them. I, I thought it was, it was pretty well done. Uh, all right, 2007, Primeval, uh, Killer Croc movie. Um, this is shot in South Africa. Um, uh, this is about an actual case. There's this uh, Nile crocodile called they they call Gustav, um, who which is reputed to be over 100 years old and is. Yeah, killed a bunch of people. people. And and still around. It was last seen in 2015. Um, And there was a PBS documentary about it called uh, Capturing the Killer Croc. Uh, But this is a a fictionalized movie. It's got Brooke Langton from Melrose Place, Dominic Purcell, Orlando Jones, uh, Jürgen Prochnow. It's got some tense bits in it, but it's like pretty dodgy ethics going on in this movie uh um yeah i don't know if i enjoyed that one overall uh it's got some good jumps in it and and it's pretty brutal Hmm. um anyway uh if you want a good uh, recent killer crop movie then rogue is the way to go i think um channel zero have you seen any of these series no uh so channel zero the the idea is uh they're based off of uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, like urban legends. Urban legends. Uh, yeah. Uh, crispy. <laughs> crispy what? Microwave poodles. Mm. <laughs> That's an urban legend. That a woman had uh, bathed her poodle and then decided to try and speed up drying by putting it in the microwave, and then it explodes. <clears throat> no. <clears throat> None of this would be true. I forget what they call, but they're like urban legend short stories. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so this was actually written by some some fellow named uh, Chris Straub. Uh, no relation to Peter Straub, as far as I know. So the first season is called uh, Candle Cove. It's from uh, 2016. And uh, this is shot in Canada. Um, this is uh, this is directed by Craig William McNeil, who did The Boy. And there's uh, uh, the, the idea is... Um, uh, Adults remember seeing a TV show which mysteriously turned up over the air uh, at certain times, which only the kids could see, and they all they all, they all remember it. And it was about pirates. And there was an episode where it's just the pirate, and they're all puppets. And there's an episode where all the pirate puppets are just screaming, and uh, there's always they wow. have the disturbingly large teeth and so on, and it's quite scary. And but the adults never saw it, and all the adults saw was a static Ooh, okay creepy pasta creepy pasta that's it <laughs> i was thank trying you. to think of thank it the you. whole time thank you okay um <laughs> good job so uh so this this writer who's who's like he's he's been in a psychiatric hospital and he, he's coming to this small town where he, he he was a kid 
and uh, this uh, and when he arrives, this show starts popping up again, and the kids are watching it again and do and start to do really weird things, and it gets pretty dark. Uh, it's very uh, it, it's like six episodes. It's quite slow moving in a sort of Netflix yeah miles an hour sort of way, but uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a, a really good uh, images uh, in the, especially in the last couple of episodes. There's a, there's a fantastic like puppet image in it, but um, yeah, uh, and there's this there's this tooth boy character that is pretty cool as well. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. I think yeah. Brian <clears throat> mentioned this on the show before when he was on. Yeah. Last time or the time before. Yeah. Yeah, so so I'll, uh, I'll check out more of those. Anyway, I uh, also read a book called uh, Giraffes on Horseback Salad. This is... Have you heard of Salvador Dali? Mm-hmm. And the, have you heard of the Marx Brothers? Yes. So, so uh, uh, this is the movie that they wanted to make together in the 1930s, which never got made. That's amazing. Uh, but it got as far as, like, Salvador Dali doing lots of notes and key frames. And uh, he wrote it with Harpo Marx, who was a great friend of his oh wow so apparently in, in 1934 Harper Marx was in Paris and he was he was like touring to promote uh, a night at the opera and uh, met up with Dali who was who was then um, he'd just been excommunicated from the uh, surrealists mm-hmm. and he'd also fled his country because of the Spanish Civil War right so he was drifting around with no country so there's lots of like kind of autobiographical things and it's kind of a, a story of the genesis of Harpo as well. <laughs> and uh, 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 But it, it's all about this surrealist woman and this character falling in love with her and, and being drawn from his world of normality, you know, what, what people accept as normality into her, her world of surreality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just very weird and you can see where it never got made because it's so bizarre <laughs> it would probably be hard to make visually with what was available at the time anyway yeah so so what so no. what happened like this year that the, the uh, josh frank put together this uh, comic which is like um you know, you know there was that, that uh disney did a film with uh dali which they finally put together like when, when did you say it was 2003 like, 2003 um Destino. Destino, yeah, and they finally finished it off. Oh wow! And it's yeah. on the Fantasia Blu-ray. It's really good. It's like seven minutes long, I think. It's on YouTube, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I'd love um, to see that. But but this one, I, I wouldn't mind seeing. You know, if someone like the Cohen Brothers did this, it'd be oh, awesome. Oh, that'd be awesome. Because it's so bizarre, and it just does your head in reading this. So this is the graphic novel by Josh Frank and Tim Heidecker, uh, illustrated by Manuela Potega. And uh, and it's got lots of notes about the history of how it, you know, its development, and it's got like uh, uh, Dali's notes and sketches, and uh, uh, his he made these margin notes for gags that the Marx Brothers could do. <laughs> so there's things like uh, so his Dali's idea of a gag, right? Groucho is dancing a tango passionately. His cheek annoys him on the cheek of his partner. He removes a piece of her cheek with a spoon as if his cheek were made of pear and pushes his chin back in that hole and continues dancing more passionately than ever. Wow. Wow, yeah, that's a gag. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would call that. A gag in my nightmares. Harpo appears naked with a lobster on his head <clears throat> while stroking a monkey. He is surrounded by a huge forest of harps which are lost to infinity on the grass. He grates a statue with his harp as if it was cheese and gives him... And gives some food to his monkey. The cold wind resonates all the harps. 
Ooh. Oh, oh. Very All good. Right. So yeah, giraffes and horseback <clears throat> salad. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Salvador Dali. I always, since I first saw his stuff, I always have been. And it was not till years later I found out that he had anything to do with film. Mm-hmm. And what little he was able to get in on. Yeah, like uh, well. Spellbound is yeah. it? When you yeah. did a whole bunch of that dream sequence, but like they cut out yeah. most of it. It's amazing. Slicing up eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eyeball trauma also a thing people don't like. Oh um, no! So recently yeah. watched for me is uh, pretty quick and easy. Um, Netflix has uh, the Unicorn Store, uh, starring Samuel L. Jackson and the de- directorial debut of the woman who stars in it, and I can't think of her name <laughs> right now. Meant to write Greta it down. Garbo? Greta Garbo. Sure, that sounds right. Um, <laughs> it's fascinating. I, it, it kind of makes you wonder if the main character is delusional, somehow soft in the head, and uh, is she really seeing what she thinks she's seeing, which is uh, a store that was made just for her to go get a unicorn from Samuel L. Jackson, who is dressed like quite the dandy and has quite the hairdo. And uh, she's been told to go build a stable for this thing uh, before she can get it. And there's a process, like an adoption process, and it takes time. And when it's ready, you have to be ready. But the home has to be ready for it. So you look at her life, and she's living with her parents. And um, I'm guessing she's supposed to be in her mid-20s, judging by how she's sort of dropped out of college or something didn't go right with college. Yeah. And um, she's content to do nothing, but she's in, in a, well, not necessarily that she's content, but she's uh, depressed. Hmm. And this is the thing that's getting her out of her depression, getting her motivated, but it very well might not be real. And so she has uh, started a new job and she's met a new friend at the hardware store who is reluctant at first, but he's helping her build a stable. Don't want to spoil it, but I would say it's worth a watch. Um, it could be one of those things like Napoleon Dynamite where, you know, the characters are quirky and a little weird and uh, maybe it turns you off and you don't like it. I've heard plenty of people say, I don't get it. I don't like it. Napoleon Dynamite can go to hell. <laughs> I've heard other people say, oh, it's so amazing. And then, um, you know, some of it doesn't age as well as you might hope. Like, I think Juno doesn't age as well as one might think it would. If they only saw it once back in the day and then they saw it again, they might not be as happy with it because I think the dialogue. But this one, um, it's a little weird. And I think uh, if you like that kind of thing, give it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. You might say, nah, it wasn't for me. Or, whoa, that really landed. Or or like me, I'm somewhere in between those two. Mm. Um, I thought it was worth a look. And then that Beyonce movie, Homecoming. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was about her getting ready for the Coachella performance, um, which was like 18 months in the making because she had had a baby and her her body wasn't there where she obviously needed it to be for the kind of performing she does. And the woman is very driven and uh, I won't say control freak, but she's in control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like an incredible performance basically if you looked at the most spectacular halftime show at a super bowl and multiply that times 10 you know because I'm, I'm watching this thing going you know 
if if they if they approached her to do the Super Bowl, she'd have to go. I could maybe scale it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's pretty stunning what they get up to in this uh, in this performance, and it's intercut between two different nights. So you, you can see the costumes are the same but a different colorway. Mm. So in between the two nights, it's like oh, so this is night one or two, and this is the other, and it's yeah. back and forth. And sometimes it'll show it in black and white. And you don't know which night it is, and you go, oh, are those the yellow costumes or the pink ones? Can't mm. tell. Interesting. So it's a lot of fun, uh, you know, watching the performance itself, but to see the rigor that they go through to get ready and the massive amount of people involved there's a full marching band orchestra and a whole team of dancers and all kinds of great stuff going on and am i a fan of mainstream pop music no not necessarily but when i see somebody who is this good at what they do i can't help but watch yeah and it's it's amazing and i really recommend it oh okay yeah like from the from the start of this thing you're like holy crap what are they doing yeah. You see this whole Egyptian-themed, um, th- this motif of costume and stage coming out, and you're like, what? What is going on? <clears throat> I thought these women were wearing tiger-striped suits. Than, uh, power Slave? <laughs> but nothing is better than Iron Maiden's Power Slave. I'm just going to go on record with that. Beyonce, try as you might, you will never top what they did. So, there. I said it. Um, that's it for my recently watched, other than some episodes of Big Mouth. Um, I love Big Mouth. It's so fun, isn't it? It's so good. And it, like, as a growing teen, it's inc- too relatable. Like, sometimes <laughs> I feel called out. I'm like, ah. <laughs> they're, they're, the shame wizard is wagging his finger at you. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, everything you think and do, there is that specter looming just over your shoulder telling you it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then John Mulaney's in it, and I... I'm in love with John Mulaney. I would marry that man. Would you? I would. Well, you'd have to move to some country where that's allowed, or uh, in, maybe, maybe the South. Details. <laughs> it's the South. For, so our our listeners may may or may not have heard you on other episodes, but you are 16. I am. And you are the same age I was when I first started watching Friday the 13th movies. So this really lands well for me in particular because I, I like. Here we are in a totally different uh, point in history. You know, a lot of shit's yeah. changed since I was 16. Yeah. I guess uh, I was that age when I saw Friday the 13th. Yeah. And and that's the right age to see this shit. <laughs> you know, whatever uh, whatever level of it you're looking at. Before we get into this, because you're 16 and because you recently did something with your hair. Um, yes. Uh, I was talking with a friend of mine, Emily, about um, if you wanted to, if your hair were a lighter color and uh, you wanted to kind of check it out. I seem to remember in high school that some of the girls would dye their hair with Kool-Aid to test I've it. I've done that before. Because um, I have a question about it. It's weird. You mix Kool-Aid with like conditioner and some baking oil and possibly mayo. I don't know. <laughs> but it smells whack. And you have to keep it on for like a whole night. Mm. It usually, for me, it like tinted my hair. So in the light, it was possibly red. It was like a suggestion of red. Uh-huh. Um I don't know if it works because now like hair dyes are so like easily accessible. Yeah. Go to Target and pick up like a ten dollar kit, especially yeah. for blondes. Well, sure. Um, so I think it does work. I mm-hmm. I don't think it's the the best because it's Kool Aid, but right. Well, sure. Duh. 
Well, my my question about it was, um, so if you get manic panic or something like that, mm-hmm. the you know the real stuff on whatever level or actual commercial hair dye, your hair is just colored. Yeah. But if you use Kool Aid, it's colored and scented and flavored. Not scented. Scented <laughs> like mayo and conditioner. Well, you're probably, putting mayo in it. I mean, probably flavored like that too. I could be off about the mayo, but I remember putting it in my hair and being like, "This shit's kind of like mayo." <laughs> so maybe it was just the conditioner and like vin- vinegar. It's Kool Aid yeah. vinegar and conditioner. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. It's awful. Okay. It was like Jonestown. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> Which is actually how they make mayo. In case you didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Vinegar and eggs and oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do it without the eggs. There's ways to do it. Yeah, but then it tastes funky. I actually really like mayo. I'm like the only person I know that like genuinely enjoys mayo. No, I like it too. I would eat it by a spoonful if I was, <laughs> if I wouldn't be like outcast by society for that. I hope this doesn't ruin it for you. Are you familiar with Guy Fieri? Yes. He called it food lube. <laughs> it makes it better. In one episode. <laughs> it was, I don't remember the context. I'm pretty sure it was a sandwich. But uh, anyway, the shame wizard should pay him a visit. Um, yes. So we're going to talk about uh, three of the Friday the 13th movies. Three so I got them. no answer uh, on whether... Do bees get attracted to your hair when you got Kool-Aid and no. mayo and shit in it? No. No? Okay. No, they don't. Okay, good. Wait, are we talking about three movies? I only watched two. Oh, sure. Pick, pick any two of the three we're going to... So since you were on last, um, we uh, we had talked about through part seven, right? Yes. So wouldn't we be talking about eight, nine, ten? Which ones are those by name? Uh, Jason, Jason Takes Manhattan. Jason no, Jason I didn't Man- see that one. Okay. I um, saw so the ones on Jason Netflix. Jason Goes to Hell. Saw that one. Okay. Jason X. Yes, I saw those two. Okay. Those are the two I saw. Okay. Um, Jason Takes Manhattan. Like, if we start telling you, like, remember when we started telling you about Jason X and you're like, you guys are making that up, right? Yes. Were we making it up? No, I mean, it was a little off because it's in the future. Uh I thought they just send him to space and he finds, like, aliens or something. But they're in 2455. It's a little different. Except the lingo's the same. They still have the daddy kink in the future. I'd like to throw that out there. Yeah, that's weird, right? (laughs) Yeah. Like, four characters talk incredibly, like, futuristic and then there's just a scene where it's just the daddy kink, and I was like, no. That's, yeah. That's, that was uncalled for, but... A um, lot of it was. The whole movie was uncalled for. Um, <laughs> so this movie was made... I thought it was great, <clears throat> for the record. I well, enjoyed that one. I, I genuinely enjoyed this movie. Genuinely? Yes. Genuinely. Genuinely. <laughs> yes. Genuinely enjoy this movie. Is that how they say it in Chicago? Uh, no, I'm not really he's, sure anymore. He's special right now. Um... So here's the thing. Uh, let's start with Jason Takes Manhattan because you didn't watch this one. I'll um, just let y'all talk. You, well, you you can you can tell us if this sounds like a thing that might actually happen or if I'm making this up. So Jason's in Crystal Lake mm-hmm. in the lake. So this is like in one of those lake. game shows where she has to guess whether you're lying or not. Yeah. Oh, like on about NPR. Particular Friday the Thirteenth. You tell me like three stories, like which one's correct? Yeah. Right. Okay. So you're in high school. I am. Okay. So maybe, maybe you can uh, tell me if this rings true or not. Um, prom's coming up, isn't it? Yes. Actually, okay. I'm going prom. Yay. All right. So let's say there's a, a lake. Oh, yes. In Colorado. The, yeah, sure. Somewhere. Um, uh, there's a dead guy in a hockey mask in that lake. Mm-hmm. And somehow he's resurrected with an electrical line. Um, Wouldn't that just kill him more? You'd think, but no. <laughs> Brings him back to life instead. Aquatic did, Frankenstein. Did you learn nothing from Frankenstein? Um, 
and somehow there's a cruise ship involved. On a lake. On yeah. A, yeah. a cruise ship that's going to take a bunch of high schoolers, <laughs> apparently the graduating class of about 16 or 18 people, uh-huh. and they're going to somehow end up in Manhattan. Am I making this shit up? I mean, the dance department at my school went to Paris. Mm. I don't think they took a cruise ship, though. Probably and not. There's probably... I can't get over the cruise ship on a lake bit. The resurrection, like, okay, but you mm-hmm. can't fit. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's exactly. connecting waterways, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. You can go all the way from Vancouver to Manhattan mm-hmm. overnight. Sure. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Um, there's, um, there's a fair amount of shitty hair metal. I did like the girl playing the guitar, though. Uh, she just had a nice look JJ. to her. JJ. She had a nice look to her. Uh, she belonged in hair metal videos. This this movie needs a soundtrack <laughs> available. I waited through the credits and there's not a soundtrack, to, but it, that music was stunning, 1989 to a T. Yeah, it's like uh, hair metal was in its death throes and they didn't know that Nirvana were coming to get them. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, the whole Pacific Northwest scene was just going to give it the last nail in the coffin. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so far, does it sound like I'm making this movie up? Yeah, but knowing the series, no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, what if, uh, you threw out everything you knew about the makeup they did for little boy Jason and you just used some kid with some gob of crap on his (laughs) eye and, and, uh, he magically appeared to somebody who had no reason to be seeing apparitions of him. Are we in the past now? No, this is just happening randomly in mirrors okay. and reflections of windows and stuff. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just tell you, it happens. <clears throat> um, uh, there's a guy who tries, who apparently is a good boxer, you know, he's a high school guy, maybe did some boxing in the gym, tries to box Jason. That'll work. Okay. What if I told you Jason hits him so hard after he's tried every punch he's got, hits him so hard, knocks his head off his shoulders. They're on top of a building. He goes off the building, hits the lid of a dumpster, and the lid shuts with his decapitated I love the kills in this series. So, yeah. That was the best one. That by far was the best one. Before I did... uh, before Before this movie came out, actually, when I was at school, I shot a movie with a bunch of friends, and uh, it's called Psycho's Revenge, because the uh, the teacher wouldn't <laughs> allow me to call it Necrophile's Revenge. And, uh, I wonder why. The, as we shot a scene where he, he the psycho has a hammer and he whacks uh, a guy and the guy's head flies off. And uh, when we shot it, on the first take, uh, I, you know, obviously we rigged it up with a dummy head because I, I read Tom Savini's Grand Illusions mm-hmm. and uh, shot it from behind. And he, he like takes the head off and the head... Bounced off a wall and went straight into a dustbin. Oh, a, yeah. nice. A trash can, <clears throat> yeah. as you call it. <laughs> and it was just beautiful. <laughs> I love it. So that prefigures that that scene by what, 15, 20 years? Not bad. Not uh, 10 years? What? So this movie came out in 87? Was that 89. 89. Yeah, this would be in a few years before. Okay. I guess I'm losing track of time here with, uh, well, years. The timeline time. gets all screwy. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Because <clears throat> um, I thought this movie came out in, like, 93, but... Yeah. 
89, 93. 89, What's the yeah. Because their clothes are so 90s. Yeah. It really, early 90s. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the the little applique vest she's wearing and the mom uh, jeans everybody has on. There's yeah. some big fruit. Uh, blown out hair going yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her the, hair is fantastic. You want to know the real horror about this? Um, Ziggy told me this, uh, <laughs> and you guys weren't present for it. Uh, these clothes are coming back in I style. I own yes. three pairs of mom jeans. Yes. On they purpose. Are back. Yes, I do. They're not I like do. hand-me-downs from your forty-year-old nope. no. sister. And then I buy like <laughs> men's tropical shirts, the button-up ones, and yeah. use time over mom jeans. Oh, yeah. Man. This is back. I know. All back. Why? I don't know. I just do what Instagram tells me. Actually, wait. I take that back. I am an autonomous person. I am not my generation. No. No. no wait. Okay. No. 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 Sometimes I say things and I'm like, no. No. I realize you're not the official spokesperson for your generation, or are you responsible for all the silly stuff they get up to? Mm. But um, I was shocked when you told me like everything you see on rewatching Friends is totally oh, yeah. okay to wear to school now. So yep. you could get a Joey vest or some Chandler pants or yeah. something. And those are the coolest kids in my class. Did I tell you that Joey was in a ketchup commercial before he was in Friends? No. <laughs> yeah, look that one up. Okay. I don't watch Friends. I don't like that show very much. No? Good. No, oh. nothing happens and I get bored. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think it's just white people complaining. And I... <laughs> white people complaining. That was the original title. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Genius. Uh, what, was, what was Seinfeld's original title? White people lying and getting yes. into trouble for it? Yes. <laughs> Comma, hilarity ensues, supposedly. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> supposedly. That, that was his pitch for the show, wasn't it? It was like, this is a show about nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I think that's true. It's that's... a show about nothing. So one of the students is uh, Kelly Who. She's yeah. Like, yeah. She's, she's awesome, but she's kind of thrown away in this movie. Literally, when she hits the ground, it's believable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She goes lifeless down. when she hits the ground. It's yeah. Yeah. On the disco dance floor in the cruise ship. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But she's, she's a good stunt person. Yeah. She did her own stunt on that, I assume. Yeah, and she's in the series called Martial Law with uh, Samuel Hung. Oh, wow. TV series back in the day. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, this movie was uh, plagued with a lot of problems that they couldn't Aren't shoot they a lot of this. <laughs> A lot of the script they because they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't allow him to shoot in New York. They didn't want to budget it. Well, it's pretty clear by the fact it takes an hour of the movie to even get there. Yes, Jason takes Manhattan, but only for the last twenty minutes of the movie. Uh, it takes him the whole movie to get to hell, and Jason goes to hell. I'd like to throw that out there. Yeah, no, yeah, it's true. I thought he'd be like fighting demons and shit. No, took him three movies to get a goddamn hockey mask. Remember that? That's true. That, you were surprised by that. I was mad about that. <laughs> But that, that one's not called Jason Takes Hell, in which you'd expect him uh, expect much of the movie to be concerned with him in the afterlife, you know, whacking demons and yeah. Hitler and Weber. But um, it's already a better movie. But Jason Takes Manhattan, you'd expect, you know. I remember when this movie came out. Uh, I was so excited at the thought of Jason running mm-hmm. around Manhattan killing New Yorkers. Yeah. <laughs> and then you watch the movie and you're like, it's in a boat. Right. <laughs> Get to New York already. <laughs> Jason Jason on a boat would be a more accurate title for this movie. Yeah. I just keep thinking like Jason in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. <laughs> right. Like that's what I keep thinking because mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. 
why don't we call this podcast uh, a table full of people make up a better movie? Mm-hmm. Because that seems to be <laughs> I'm, happening. I'm pretty sure Paramount bought the boat and used the movie as a tax write-off. Oh, so they could say, yeah, we totally used that boat. Look yeah. at that movie. It's on a movie. We can't even lie about that. It's right there. There had to be some sort of money laundering tax yeah. avoidance scheme yeah. going on to make this movie. Just like every time they decide they got to film something in some luxurious, wonderful place in some tropical location. Well, yeah. it has to be set in a resort, uh, you know, in the Bahamas. Yeah. It has to be. But So it's just all the James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. It's just all of them. Yeah. 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 Well, it's the reasoning. Yeah. I mean, this is back in the golden age of British uh, advertising. You know, they, it's like, what should we do for this commercial? Well, let's shoot it on a beach in, in the Bahamas. Yes, they did. Yeah. Bands yeah. would do the same thing. They'd be like, oh, we have to record in the Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Why wouldn't you? So movie punks. This is something I'd like to bring up. Movie <laughs> punks, yes. Yeah. Um, movie junkies make an appearance in this, as do movie punks. Explain the difference. Um, well, movie junkies um, are, are the alley drug users, um, the way they're portrayed in movies, mm. um, which aren't as tragic and sad and dirty as real junkies. They're they're more self-aware and they're more menacing, I think, in a way. Um, And then uh, movie punks and movie gangbangers never look or act anything like in real life. Mm -hmm. Not even close. There's a signature look. uh, Usually movie gangbangers have like headbands, a lot of headbands, a lot of vests. Yeah. Wait, what about the stoned idiots? Because those are in like all of these movies. Oh, yeah, okay. that's true, too. It's halfway yeah. between punks and junkies. Right. Stoned idiots. <laughs> yeah. It's a you, spectrum. You do get them, and we'll talk about Rat Nest Hairboy in, yes. when we get to Jason that's X. That's my favorite. <clears throat> um, so there's some movie punks that uh, make that the they make their move on Jason, which I don't care if there's four or five of you. You see this giant dude. I mean, Kane Hodder is not a small man. Uh, and and he's covered in slime and and he's wearing a hockey mask. Is he in slime in that one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because he was constantly. In, yeah. It's, it <laughs> he hasn't dried. Off. He never dries off. No, in, in he, that he one. moisturizes. He <laughs> right. Got to stay hydrated. <clears throat> um, my older brother once said to uh, he knocked one guy on his ass and he told the other three guys, "All right, who wants to go to the hospital?" And they all fucked off and went away. And Bill is nowhere near as big as Kane Hodder. Um, There's a whole story there that I won't bother you with. But um, I can say, just with his look, Jason Voorhees says, who wants to die or... And or go to the hospital. He's carrying it, isn't he? Yes. Right. And Um, instead he pulls his hockey mask up and scares them off with that, with his face, which you never see. Right. Until later... Oh, that's true. And it you sucks see. because it's goofy. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a puppet. <laughs> looks like a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> Muppets take Manhattan. No. <laughs> you, you could intercut that for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, my older brother did punch a guy in the face with a lit cigarette. Yeah. He punched him with the cigarette? Or yeah. the guy was smoking a cigarette? He, oh. Bill had the cigarette in his, in his fist and oh, okay. just decked this guy. He had it coming. Like I said, I won't get into the story, but it wasn't a machete. Mm. And Bill's not Kane Hodder. But um, so these guys run away because they see a scary face. Not his machete and his big seething hulking body. Isn't he like kind of 
skeletal too. I think it's a little bit. Some ribs showing or some backbone. Because in the next one he is. So I don't know where that happens unless he's put underwater again. Because also in the one before that, isn't he all like aqua creature skeleton? Yeah, yeah, in part seven. That was my favorite. Yeah, you see his spine and stuff. I liked that one. Um, I think the three words we're we're, uh, grappling for here are uh, continuity be damned. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right? Fair. Um, What if we told you there was this part in the movie where... uh, a sewer worker tells kids that are in the sewer running from Jason that they fill the sewer every night at midnight with toxic waste. It floods with the stuff. It floods with the stuff, and then that somehow kills Jason. Real or made up? <laughs> well, I just want to know where I can find this movie now. <laughs> it's on Prime, on Amazon Prime. God, we have that. I didn't know these things. Uh, okay. Nah. Here's another question for you. Mm. They you have ever... the first eight on Prime, I think. Okay. Have you ever seen Lost in Space? Mm-mm. Okay. Now, I, I, I think I could be held fairly blameless for, for wondering if Peter Mark Richmond was actually Jonathan Harris, who plays Dr. Smith in Lost yeah, in Space. Yeah, he, they do look similar. They do, because I was just waiting for him to say, you, you machete-wielding masher, yes. <laughs> or something like that. But uh, it's not the same guy. But they were famous in television at about the same time. They would be in uh, Twilight Zone or Gunsmoke episodes. And finally, yeah. um, Jonathan Harris ended up Dr. Smith in Lost in Space, the boy-hungry pedophile. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, he acts like it. Well, I'm just going to go to the other side of this planet with this little boy and this robot. We may use a robosexual. <laughs> he might have been a robosexual. <laughs> Um, anything else about Jason Takes Manhattan that you would like to point out, Jolien? Uh, Will? It's terrible. Ziggy makes something up, it's probably in it. Yeah. There's a great shot of him in Times Square with all the neon and all the lit up signs behind That's him. That's what they spent most of the budget on. Yeah. Yeah. They actually <laughs> spent it on Coke, but they said it was that shot. Yeah, that's yeah. the moment you think, uh, <laughs> oh, this is the movie I wanted to see, and then it doesn't happen. <laughs> it doesn't happen yeah. it doesn't happen and then it kind of happens and it's gone yeah. yeah so um how do they finally actually kill him they show his goofy face and then they, they flood they, him he's chasing them out the tunnels and it floods and it floods with toxic waste at midnight and he melts away to a little boy yeah and there's no know. way he can that's... come back from being completely dissolved in toxic waste hell yeah. no except he does not possible he, what <laughs> <laughs> he what right? <laughs> don't believe you so the new dun, lines dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> so the New Line Cinema acquires the rights to Jason. Yes, because mm. it bombed. Yeah, that. So Jason takes Manhattan, bombs completely, horribly at the box office. Yeah. New Line goes. All right, you guys. Paramount's like, we want to get rid of the, the product. We're getting rid of the franchise. We're done. Yeah. We're out because there's no way this is ever going to make more money. Yeah. We we we've, we've been cranking them out every two years for. 10 years now and we're done we rode the gravy train till the biscuit wheels came off yeah (laughs) there it is so then what happens ziggy they changed the music which makes sense if they change like people so that's like not a plot thing but they changed the music and i was mad about that they brought it back in jason x though Mm. yeah yeah you're right they did um but jason does not go to hell he becomes the thing and he body Mm. jumps or yes there's two other movies I thought of, The Hidden, The Hidden, yeah, and Shocker. Oh yeah, 
I should actually be counting them like this if I'm going to do shocker. Shocker. No. But um, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Shocker, have you ever seen The X-Files? A little bit. Okay, so do you know Director Skinner? The guy with the glasses who's always yes. kind of adversarial to the yeah. Mulder, and, Mulder and Scully. Yeah. What antics, whatever they're giving up to. He is a prisoner who gets electrocuted in the electric chair and then goes through the power lines and becomes a magical um, body jumping uh, ghost electric criminal mm-hmm. murderer. Okay. Did I summarize that okay? That's about it. Yeah, yeah that's about it. Um, I remembered it being kind of cool, kind of fun. I, I'm afraid to rewatch it because I know it's going to suck. Uh, yeah. I remember when he, the dude tries to revive him and he bites his lip and stretches it way out. Like, if lip trauma freaks you out, don't watch that movie. Um, Any small body part freaks me out. If yeah. It's, mm. I remember at the time there was like, because uh, they were all starting to, they were trying to start slasher franchises all over the place and this was yeah. another one. And uh, But there was another one called Prison, which I like more. Prison? I don't I've think not I've seen that one. It, it was like a similar premise. The guy gets electrocuted and becomes a presence in the in the institution mm. Mm. but could he go through the tv i can't remember oh. i don't think so the shocker could go through the tv well, freddy krueger could too yeah shocker was a lot like freddy so, wasn't was another west craven i don't know if shocker was a west craven movie i believe it was was it yeah um if it's not then we're gonna sound like if it's not, I'm going to edit this out. Yeah, cut it out. We don't want our listeners thinking less yeah. of us. Yeah, no. All, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> As if that's hey, possible. Well, I was at the the DINK, the, uh, uh, which stands for uh, Double Income No Kids. It's the, uh, <laughs> it's the Denver Independent Comic yeah. Convention last weekend. And people were, you know, when they heard who I was, they were saying, oh, we'd love your show. Damn! That's cool. I wish I, I, I'm making s- this up. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was like a few people. Wish we could have had some stickers for you. Sure. Yeah, we need a new logo, pretty bad. Yeah, well, give me more stickers because I'll be at another convention next week. Oh, yeah, we'll make it happen. Um, so and just, those stickers really hold up. They do because there's one at King Supers on the door. <laughs> it's there? still there. It's the first sticker I put up. The, the Ghetto King Supers? The, uh-huh. one I, the one I go to? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's Still cool. there. Um, Ow, every sorry. Every King Supers has a nickname. Did you break a finger? Yes, actually. <laughs> Ziggy, do you, do you have nicknames for the different King Supers? No. There's okay. the one by my house, and then there's every other one, because where we live is like one. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, this is totally off the subject, but uh, for the listeners, it's a it, the the Kroger stores are either called Kroger or Ralph's or Fred Meyer or King Supers here in Colorado, and I've nicknamed all of them, or other people have nicknamed them, and so the one, yeah, yeah, the, got the Ghetto King Supers, the, the one the one over on um, the one over in Stapleton is n- not the new one in Stapleton. The old one is the end of days King Supers yeah. because every time you go in there, it's like tomorrow is Thanksgiving and there's going to be a snowstorm and uh, we're being invaded and your currency is going to devalue and you have to buy everything now. Yeah. That's what it's like there. Every time I've gone in that damn store, it's just poorly located. This has nothing to do with these movies, but very well, maybe more entertaining. Um, <clears throat> and then the new one's called the bougie King Supers. Yeah. Because it's new. And then there's the Queen Supers, which I did not name Queen Supers, but that's no. it's a known kind of more gay area of town. And 
so they may have named it that themselves. Yeah. Uh, but there's, an, there's another one I called that you might as well be on the fucking moon, King Supers, because it's impossible to get in and out of the store. Because the one over in Spear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm mean, going to call that King Stupids. <laughs> King Stupids. I call stupids. that the mole people's King Supers. That's right. It's underground, sort of. Yeah. Under a building. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. So New Line acquires the rights uh, to uh, the Friday the 13th franchise. Yes. And they're going to do great things with it. I hated this movie. Did, they, didn't, they didn't do great things with it? What happened? I, what do you think went wrong, Ziggy? Everything. There was not like a plot. So they had the gunslinger, right? Trying to fight Jason, who's a worm. Um, <laughs> that sums it up. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Stephen yeah. King's the gunslinger. It's who yeah. I, it's, that yeah. was Duke, right? That's his name? Yeah, Duke. Yep. Um, and then there's like a descendant that's fought him before or is related to him in some way that needs to like kill him. I thought they had a cool thing with the like, he needs to jump into like. They stole it from Halloween too. Yeah. Shh. I'm trying to, I I have a a con list and I have like a pro list. Okay, go ahead. And they're marginally different. I didn't like that he was body hopping and I thought that it was just dumb. Um, The, he's he's a worm basically. I thought it could have been a cool idea, but because they never discuss any of it, Mm -hmm. I was so confused. Maybe it's because I watched this one second. So by that time I was just like, what the fuck? But (laughs) like I... I think there were like those words uttered by every viewer who ever watched this movie. <laughs> and then the chick, she like picks up a knife and it glows, and so she's magic. As um, it, as is this dagger, which yes. was forged in whatever by whomever, whenever. And then they have the book from exists. the Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh huh. The Necronomicon. Sure. Why? And then the <laughs> demon worms, like the hands that pull them back down, looked like the sandworms from Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. And. I, I just I didn't like it very much because I was I was confused the whole time and I didn't think they did anything <laughs> good with it. Uh, it opens with the corner guy biting his heart. That's like beating in black. Yeah. Yeah. Why? They never discuss it. They yeah. never. They're just they, like it happened. They Moving could on. they could have done some exposition that said this guy has has gone to school for years and has taken this job with the end goal in mind that he would eventually get this heart and bite into it and have the powers of Jason. Right. Um, no, he's just over—he's just overwhelmed with the sudden urge to bite into a heart. Coroners do this shit all the time. Oh, yes, they do. I assume. Um, they did one thing that I liked, and it was when he—you would see him in the mirror, and you could see that it was Jason and not the body he was in. Yeah, that was cool. And the brother cop person, the like younger cop, uh-huh. he mm-hmm. was cute. And then besides that, yeah. I was not interested. Okay. Well, if so. you if you read the IMDb page, this movie was plagued with problems. It just doesn't make any sense. It made no sense. Nobody watched the dailies while they were making it. Oh no! So they had, according to IMDb, like fifty percent of the movie they shot was unusable. So they had to go back and cobble it together. So technical reasons, like a, like <clears throat> just scenes went on forever with no point. Like, mm. the guy just had people ad-lib and just 
I don't think they wrote a plot. I, think I don't they think were they like, wrote a plot, but listen, he's a demon, and then they just ran with it and borrowed from other movies. This was the They're, one with the young director, right? Yeah, twenty-four-year-old director. Yeah, it was his first movie, and he made a lot of mistakes. And evidently, he shot it at, a, at like twenty-two frame rate oh. instead of twenty-four. So they thought they had a 90-minute movie, but it then turned out they only had 80 minutes. And just shit like that. Just total amateur moves all around. Um, They had to cobble it together with other footage and things like the little uh, uh, American case files thing. They threw things in like that. I was wondering what that was, because they haven't done that before. And the music thing really bothered me. Mm -hmm. So so the two security guards outside the door? Yes. Do you remember seeing them? No. Oh, in the movie? Yeah. Yes. So the one guy that kind of had a mullet? Yes. Do you know who that was? No. Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. I don't pay attention to faces. I was trying to understand why he ate the plot. Yeah. yeah. So it was all just like lost on me. It's the guy who played Jason. And he's just a dumb security guard. Isn't that great? Good to know. If only Jason had a mullet. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He's got those, he's got Jason those gets a mullet. That's oh the next God. movie. Heck yeah. Because <laughs> the best Jasons are when he has the wispy little hair. Yeah. Michael Myers have a mullet in some of his oh, oh, I think late 80s appearances. So he's he like consumes the mother, right? And is brought back... Somehow. To his deteriorated form. Like, he's he's revived, but he's revived yeah. broken and, like, drowned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, sure. I didn't understand that part. Like, if you're gonna have this whole setup where he's gonna come back and be, like, bigger and stronger, why on earth would he not be bigger and stronger? They'd fix that in Jason X and they'd do it better, but... I was so you're so asking confused. how and why? Yes. Um, like, if... If doesn't was, matter and who knows I think are the answers that the director might give demon, you if I were like a horror demon thing that nobody really can define right and I was like so I'm body hopping right now and yeah. then my like vessels are deteriorating they melt when I like hop out I'd want to find my mother person to mm-hmm. consume and yeah. then become better right yeah the logic yeah no he's yeah, got this... the wispies and the, he's broken and Gross and, and rotting. Some movies of real light on logic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Not a lot of sense in this movie. Yeah. They're like, uh, okay, reach into this bowl and, and there's these little slips of paper. Logic's not written on one of them. Yeah. Just don't worry. Just grab some of these out and make your movie. Um, let's see. So Jessica is the half-sister and she has a baby. Mm-hmm. Therefore, this baby is a Voorhees. And, yes. and so he could um, be regenerated as brand new Jason by inhabiting that baby. But instead, he inhabits the mother, but doesn't become the mother. Right. He becomes himself again, which I, I think he consumed the mother. That's why I keep using that word. I don't know. He, he goes down the hole and comes back. He doesn't show up naked either. Yeah. He shows up in wardrobe with mask. Broken mm-hmm. mask. Yep. So it pissed me off. Yep. I was like, if you're going to regenerate... Get a clean mask, buddy. You should be like the Terminator. You're nude. You're in a bubble and you show up and there you are. Naked Arnold Schwarzenegger. You ever Something. seen Terminator? Mm-mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I ruined the beginning of the movie for you. It's okay. <laughs> Spoilers for the first five minutes of uh, Terminator. Naked Arnold. In a bubble. <laughs> in a bubble. He's like, I'm floating into 
<laughs> the future, no, the past for the him. Past. The past, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm floating into the past. Look at my butt. <laughs> Wait, was that this movie? No. Where they had just naked man butt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so hairy. Oh. Oh my yes. god. Oh, yes. what part? What part was that? When the couple is sleeping in the, in the tent yeah. with their friend just hanging outside, like, yeah, I'll hang out while you two go bone. That's fine. Yeah. I don't, and I don't mind lit up hearing from the you. Back, so you yeah. can see and it. it's all lit up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, what was, I wondered the same thing. Is there a spotlight tipped then, over on its side behind the tent? And then she goes out to get a condom and comes back, and he's like, but do we really? And she's like, nah. And, and she, then they die. And she throws it, like, out. right there, and then it somehow ends up way out. So Jason steps Jason on it. Jason steps on it. Yeah. And then I looked, and I was like, the tent is not open. Yeah. <laughs> also, she was going to go to bed with, like, a campfire going. You don't do that. Took no. me took me out of the movie. <laughs> That's what took you out of yeah. the movie? <laughs> uh, what took me out of the movie is the baby in the first shot had no hair and was little. And then the next shot, she has hair and she's bigger. Third shot, she's driving a car. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Oh, yeah. The baby like totally changes right between scenes. You're like, what happened to the other baby? Because it was little and bald. And then the next one is like maybe a year old and has hair. The famous quote from the director was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going to notice. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they had to throw in the breaking fingers. I was like kind of falling around. And then they broke his finger for no reason. Mm, the gunslinger yeah. was just like, I'm kind of a sadist, yo. And we were like, okay. Yeah, I'm going to break your fingers. Yep. Bounty hunter. Mm-mm. You ever see um, Major Payne? No. Oh. Nobody did. That doesn't sound like something I'd want to watch. <laughs> it's just a, going a, by the name. Yeah. It's a comedy. It's a comedy. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. There's a famous line where he goes, let me show you a little trick to take your mind off, off of the pain or something like that. And then he just breaks the guy's finger. Oh, mm. God. Fingers. Stop. I know. I know. Freaking hate that. I know. We'll stop talking about the broken fingers because there's so much more going on in this movie. Jolene, do you have any favorite stuff about this movie? Uh, it's got Erin Gray in it. Who? Erin Gray. Erin Gray. Who's that? She was uh, Wilma Deering in Buck Rogers in the 21st oh, century. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's my highlight. Yeah. Um, the diner. This is the one with the diner, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, did you like the way the diner had embraced the whole Jason Voorhees thing? And they had like... And with the hockey mask hamburgers. Yeah. yeah. Mm, the two for one sale. Yeah. It's like, I'll get a basket of Jason fingers. Yeah. Mm, I couldn't decide if those were French fries or chicken fingers. They almost had to be chicken fingers, right? I was honestly thinking French fries. Yeah, mm. maybe they're just like steak cut Yeah, fries. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Or... Sausages? In, in England, they would just call them chips. Chips? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the larger steak cut chips. But yeah, then I here can... we call potato chips chips, but then they call them crisps. I yeah. prefer crisps. Yeah. I don't like that word very much. It moves from the back of your mouth to the front when you say Chris. it. It's Chris. like ghosts. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the whole diner culture becomes very important to this movie for whatever yeah. reason. For three scenes. For, for like three, three scenes. really long scenes that are very long scenes yeah. there were every no good scene in, in this movie, movie was too long <laughs> yeah you could say that so the anchorman on, on uh, television is an asshole he's terrible but ends up becoming Jason for like what feels like the second half of the movie yeah I don't know why he stole the mother yeah what up with that her body yeah. no and he wouldn't have known that because the mom was using a different name. Nobody knew that she was Jason's half-sister or 
sister yeah. or whatever. Yeah. He was going to like blame the whole thing on like the Voorhees yeah, and the that, house. And that like, thing how? made no sense. Like, how did he know the Voorhees house? Also, the n- name on the mailbox was spelled wrong. Voorhees <laughs> was missing an O. Really? Yes. <laughs> wow. And it's like, and they show his name earlier in the autopsy spelled with two O's. So it's not like they changed it for just one movie. They just made a mistake. That is so dumb. Okay, I'm like, not going to lie. Halfway through this movie, I started playing solitaire. <laughs> like, <laughs> Good for you. Time well spent. Because well, this, uh, this movie, like the yeah. previous one, it says Jason takes Manhattan and doesn't really. This one, it's called Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah. And he does. I mean, it, you know, they could have called it Jason Really Goes Downhill. Yeah. Jason hits the skids. Jason hits the skids. <laughs> or they could call it The Audience Goes to Hell and sits there for 90 fucking minutes. <laughs> <sighs> Terrible movie. Um, th- there's some Cronenbergian um, special effects with this thing creature. Well, that brings us nicely into Jason X. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Thank you. <laughs> Indeed. So, there, we've done it. Freddy grabs the mask in the final shot. Because the next movie's gonna yes. have Freddy Krueger in it, yo. But, but I haven't seen the movies where Freddy's like from, oh, so I can't. Not. <laughs> can't do that. So ten years later, I think it is approximately. I don't know. Uh, ninety-three years. to ninety. Oh, two thousand one. Oh, I thought you were about like, the plot timeline. I was like, that's okay. four hundred and fifty so se- years. Seven years later, we get Jason X, which is made in two thousand one. It's starts as set in 2010 because that's going to be pretty futurey. Mm-hmm. 2010 is going to be like it. hovercrafts yes. and yeah. robot servants and shit. No, now people eat Cheetos in the microphones. <laughs> yeah, temp- yeah, people, are, <laughs> people are, are using telepathy to communicate. So 2010 mm-hmm. is the future that it starts set in. Yes. But then it jumps to be being set in the year 2455. 455 years later. No, 45 years later. Mm-hmm. Um... I actually really like this one. Yeah, I'm guilty um, of that too. I think I own it. It's awful. Yes. It's awful, but I really I love this one. Um, my first thought was that nobody gets laid in the future. And then that was very quickly changed mm-hmm. to everybody gets laid in the future. Mm-hmm. I got confused there. Because mm-hmm. she... Okay, so she... So they're going to freeze him and then Rowan dies. And then is brought back by a field trip Yep. <laughs> to find DVDs. I called it Semester at Space. Very nice. And they go there, like they go back to Earth 2, but then they blow up Earth 2. Something like that. Like they blow up like their campus or like some, something blows up hmm. um, way later. And then so these, these people pick them up and they're like, ooh, it's a girl. And that's incredibly creepy. Just everyone in there is like, ooh, it's a girl. The whole, so sh- like, the whole nobody... ship is populated by attractive people, except for a couple of these trolls that are flying some other except ships. Except for the skunk man, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and I was like, okay, so nobody gets laid in the future. But, but then... then they all do all at once. Okay. It's like Mont's montage. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, semester at space, horny young people. Mm, yes. Um, or, or young people, as they're sometimes called. Yes, <laughs> you, yeah, you could just it goes without saying. Um, and you, and so you got the dipshit with the rat nest hair. I liked him. He was you, funny. You liked him he because he was funny. <laughs> yeah, he got his arm cut off, and he was like, ah. But that—that that was the extent of his reaction. Yeah, he's just like ah. And they fixed it with ants. 
Yeah, nanobots. So, they called them ants. So this is great. They had um, discovered on this on this derelict planet uh, a frozen Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. and a frozen woman under some uh, pipes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has the machete in his hand, mm-hmm. although wouldn't it have still been sticking out through the puncture? No. Because in the intro, he, he stabbed her, and then, and then he, she fell, and, and then he, he was pulled take back, another swing? and he went to hit the glass, and then he froze in milliseconds. Okay. Um, so there he is, and fully posed. Mm-hmm. What's great is he tips over and lops the kid's arm off. Yes. Like a statue. He, that kid was a dumbass. Yeah. He's got his hand like glued or like frozen to a cup, and yeah. then he was trying to get off, and he hit it on the tank, and then Jason fell. Yeah. Yeah. It was goofy. So, so we should mention Cronenberg being. Yeah, yeah. Then did you did you know that was um, the the scientist at the beginning was David Cronenberg? Do you know him? No, I'm oh, bad yeah. with names. Yeah. He's a director. Yes. Yeah, he might be someone a few years down the line. Check him out. Yeah, you could check him okay. out now. You you you'd like some of his stuff at least, um, and you may have seen some of his stuff. Uh, the Fly. Yes. Cronenberg. Okay. Anything goopy and and drippy and. They did do a good job with slime in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, there's some good slime in this movie. And this one genuinely scared me. We know that I love slasher things and jump scares, so I was like, ah, a number of times. Do you think it's any coincidence that David Cronenberg shows up in a cameo appearance and then there's really good slime effects in the movie? I don't, <laughs> think, that's, I don't think that's a coincidence. He might have been, well, I've got my recipe right here, and he reaches yeah. in his wallet. And it's all written with typewriter. It's type Kool-Aid and, and mayo and conditioner. Kool-Aid and mayo. <laughs> Didn't this share some of the, the team and the photography guys from his movies oh i think you're gonna need to tell i think you're gonna have to tell me when when we covered it ourselves it was yeah like they shared some of the crew and yeah i think so yeah that is sounding familiar and i can't claim to remember and know that okay all right it's been a number of years since we've watched a couple two or three years since we watched it Yeah. yeah And I'm the jerk that said, we should totally watch that. I remember thinking it was great because <laughs> I think I enjoyed it the same way you did. Mm, I felt Leprechaun in Space did it first and did it best. <laughs> Is this new to you? Yes. You're, you're looking like you don't really believe Will that Leprechaun in Space is a thing. I forgot that they made horror movies out of Leprechauns. leprechauns. Yes. Part six, I believe. <laughs> I mean... Sure, it's just a small redhead. I, like, what's more scary? That is, <laughs> the small redhead. A, a tiny ginger? <laughs> oh. oh, that's a great question. What could be worse than a tiny ginger? Two. Two, two <laughs> tiny <laughs> gingers. An army of gingers. <laughs> Holding hands and talking in unison. Ooh. Ooh. Come play with us. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, the Shining would have been better if the two girls were just gingers. Yeah. Leprechauns. Or leprechauns. Yeah. Okay, so, so here's a question for you. Um... You're probably more familiar with technology than I am. When you make a sexy robot from scratch <laughs> during a semester at space, are the nipples going to be an afterthought? So, speaking from experience, um... <laughs> so when you built your sexy <laughs> robot, <laughs> yeah, there's no volcanoes at her science project. Right. No, 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 I go to an arts school. Um. That part honestly confused me. Her whole character confused me. <laughs> I didn't understand the relevance of it. Because then they like upgrade her like in the Matrix. The whole thing was like bad Matrix because the ants are silver. And I was like, oh, it's the goop in the Matrix. Right. And then they upload her like programming. And now she's like a dominatrix badass. Whoa, I know Kung Fu. Yeah. 
Same thing, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, on this side of the mental thingy, computer-generated thing, we all wear these rubbery black clothes. Right? Yeah. Um, Same thing. Right. They stole it from the Matrix. Oh, I'd like to point out, though, the, the simulation where they're, like, shooting aliens. I was like, first, those are bad aliens. And I was like, second, <laughs> this would be an awesome end scene. <laughs> I was like, this would be the best fight scene at the end. And then it was, and I felt so cool. So but... you don't know what a holodeck is going into this because you haven't watched any Star Trek. No. Oh, wow. So you're just like, what's this bullshit? I know. I was like, where, where the fuck what the is... aliens come from? I thought they like let in aliens. I was like, where? Jason left the door open. Clearly. <laughs> he left the screen door open on the fucking spaceship and aliens got in. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. But, but you're not familiar with the holodeck, so you're, you yeah. have no context for this kind None. of crap. None. Oh, this is great. I went in flying blind. Oh, man. So this is um, something that originates. So now, you know, if, if you think about it, you got Leprechaun did it first, did it better. The Matrix did it first, did it better. And I'm starting to add these things up and I go, wait a minute. Leprechaun uh, wearing some of those rubbery no. ple- pleather suits. You know? The glasses. Yeah. 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 All right. Cool switchblade style cell phone. Yeah. Yeah, Leprechaun Matrix. Leprechaun Matrix. There we go. Just gotta write it. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make up a better movie in the middle of this <laughs> shitty movie, but um, which I love, by this the way. This is a great movie. Yeah, it's awful, but it's great. When the guy falls on that big inexplicable yes. auger. I was gonna talk about that. Yeah, let's, you, you go ahead. You talk about it. They have some. They have some horrible dialogue, and they have some great dialogue, <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing. Like the opening, one of the opening lines is, "He's like, I don't want him frozen, Rowan. I want him soft." Uh, what? I had so many issues with that. And then later, so he falls down the spinny screw thing, and I was like, that's freaking hilarious. It's <laughs> like, that's just funny. Because um, also, is he not heavy enough just to fall all the way down? Does he have to, like, stop and then spin? Like a kid at a park? He does. Yeah. And then when they're, like, in their little intercom ear things, and I was like, what happened to him? He's, what's like, his... He's screwed. She walks yeah, away. What's his condition? He's screwed. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, no, he's dead. Like, that's what that means to you? Why mm. You put a tennis ball on the top of that screw, and you save us all. There you scene. go. See? Yeah. You know what? There's a there's a, um, an antique truck parked at the shop. Did you ever notice what's on the trailer hitch? No. A fucking tennis ball, so no one hits <laughs> their knee on it. And that's not even a great big auger next to a railing over which you could fall and get impaled on it. Mm-hmm. And spiral your way down to doom. Anyway, go I ahead. thought that was hilarious. Um, I'm gonna guess what your other one is that you really liked. Okay. When the hole gets blown in the chamber, <laughs> she sucked through it. <laughs> she. <laughs> what does she say? I don't remember what uh, she says. I think it's this sucks on so many levels. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been. But it's right before it happens. <laughs> That's right. The woman gets sucked through that little hole yeah. and gets shredded through the grate. Yeah. I. I love these movies for the death scenes because sometimes they're great. The kills. In this one, when okay, the the in the beginning, when the guy puts like the sheet over Jason's head, and then when they take the sheet off, it's actually the kid. I was like, that's awesome. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. That got me. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then when Jason puts some blonde chick's head in like a freezer thing, yes. and then smashes it. And it oh, just, like, shatters. The liquid nitrogen. Yeah. yeah. That is probably that so cool. the most unique kill in any of the, these movies, I think. Yeah. That was so good. I wonder how they did that, because, like... Yeah. I don't know. 
it was just like a squash. It just went. Pfft. Yeah, I remember that part. That's the only really memorable part of this movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? This movie. So Will, uh, Will, I'm guessing you didn't rewatch it just for. I did not rewatch it, but instead I watched Freddy versus Jason. Ooh, we're gonna want you to talk which, about which that. I had not seen. I remember there was a TV series called V. Mm-hmm. Yes, an alien yeah. invasion, where in the I think it was the pilot episode they have there's an accident in liquid nitrogen and a guy stumbles out. One of the engineers he stumbles out and, he, and his hands frozen. He and he hits on a railing and it shatters. Oh, I don't remember that. That was mid eighties. Yeah. And they did that to T um, two. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, they froze him and then he tipped over and shattered. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so uh, what else we got on this thing? The nanobots, the the goop. But they're ants. They're ants. It's not goop. Well, they call them ants, but they're nanobots. They're little, right. little tiny um, worker bees that, that fix you, apparently. Yes, I suppose so. Um, I think another issue I had is that Jason is suddenly fast and very coordinated. Well, yeah, that's not cool. Because in all the other ones, he's not. And then all of a sudden he gets to space and things yeah. change. Yeah. Um, he gets a metal hockey mask. That was cool. So, because so, I didn't see that coming either. Yeah, I was like, he'll just get shocked and he'll be back, of course. But then he regenerated and was like awesome. And I was like, ah, holy crap! So, is it the the sexy robot that shoots him so full of holes and blows yes. his head completely off? Nobody else can do anything. It right. had to be her. He punched her head off. Yes, and they took it with them. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of saving the chick from sucking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They had to, he had to carry the head. Nothing was going to stop this movie from sucking. Fair. But, um, but they tried anyway. Uh, so the VR game, uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll circle back around to that in a yes. minute. But um, So my question was, when they blew him all to bits, what did you think was going to happen? Because you know he's not done. I just... Okay. So I was thinking that he'd just kind of like re-glob back together. Just <laughs> randomly, because just like roll up into yeah. himself and come back like hello, is <laughs> like kind of functioning. Because so far, to hell with the rules. Why couldn't that happen too? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I saw the little ant things, and I was like, oh, they're gonna put him back together. And yeah. then he was not the same. He, well, because there's so much that was completely missing, they just filled in the gaps with um, carbon fiber mm-hmm. or something. And then the bondo, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> It's just all duct tape. Yeah. yeah. And then one of them's like, he got an upgrade. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm just stupid. But for me, I was like, aha. I was like, that's super cool. He's Uber Jason now. That's, Uber the, Jason. that's how he's referred mm-hmm. to. Of course, these days, Uber Jason would just mean, you know, he should have with his bad movies and he has to drive a car. <laughs> I don't want to get right with him. Right. No. Uber Jason is, that's a kind of a great idea <laughs> it should just be jason takes manhattan but he's an uber driver <laughs> right and he gets really frustrated just gets out suddenly stands there seething for a second and like tips a car over mm-hmm. or just takes the driver's head and smashes it into the steering wheel and then goes around them yeah yeah fair uber jason uber jason <laughs> i'm sorry we wrote another better movie just in we a short did. conversation shit um okay uh, nanobots repair him instead of him just mm-hmm. randomly globbing back together. This whole movie to me felt like a game of like laser tag. Oh, yeah. um, if you ever 
have played that. I don't yeah. know. You like adults or whatever. Yeah. I have scars to prove it. Because <laughs> um, they're, yeah, that's just what it felt like. Um, but yeah, he's he's like repaired and then he's better than ever. And he's purple all of a sudden. Um, and then they go into like rooms mm-hmm. and then like more rooms. Mm-hmm. But they like stop in each one to see if he's coming and then he does and they're like ah and they go into the next room and they shut the door <laughs> is he coming i think he's gone no he's not have you ever watched scooby-doo yes you know those scenes where they're running across yeah, like the, the hallways yep. yeah <laughs> so, this always bothered me i was like that doesn't work it's like it's not unless all the rooms are shaped like donuts it doesn't work like that i think they are in scooby-doo land fair um so yeah so they're scooby-dooing their way around the ship Mm-hmm. And he's going to get them, clearly. And he does start picking them off one by one. Yes. What do they finally do to try and uh, stall him? Maybe confuse him? The simulation thing. Yeah. The, the, so. Yeah. So they, they create, they have like a simulation room for leisure and or training. Uh-huh. And so they make it like the campground. Yeah. But, oh, and then there are like women that are like, hey, want to smoke some dope and get naked? <laughs> <laughs> they, it's tempting but but he's he's not interested he's looking at him thinking no but i want to kill both of you and then he, <laughs> <laughs> they get in the sleeping bags and like we don't see what happens because they cut to another scene and then the next scene with him he has one of them in the sleeping bags and he just like hits the other one over and over again but she's a simulation simulation so she won't die so he's just continuously hitting another worm with like a worm right yeah, it's all computer generated. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> so there it is. Um, they've confused him for all of a couple minutes, and then the one guy says, I think you can see me. Because they're in a window. Yeah. Right. Somehow. That's dumb. Does, doesn't their computer have the power to like cover that up? You would think. Can't put a veneer over it somehow? I don't know. It's like two-way glass or whatever, like one-way glass. <laughs> yeah, that's probably all it is. So that happens, and then um, the VR game did have some of the best kills because the guy's head gets cut off and it keeps talking. Yeah. And stuff like that. I thought that was funny. Yeah, those are kind of fun. <clears throat> no, the best kill is the frozen head kill. Um, I was confused, though. He, like, okay, so when that happens, when the guy's head gets cut off and he keeps talking, he picks up the skunk dude and just kind of shakes him, and you just hear, like, bones crunch. Oh, yeah. What happened there? And he's dead. I'm not. I'm not understanding either. I have to confess. Um. So they come up with a. What is it? Another ship docks with them. Some girl panics and tries to leave, but then her little escape pod blows up. I don't even know what happened. Then there's some there. crap that happens, and a bunch of stuff goes by, and then um, there's a guy in a little jetpack suit. That's they. They managed to get Jason blown out through some chamber, and now he's floating at the in very space. end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and then the other guy comes through real fast and like knocks him out of the way right, right. when he's approaching the window. That scared me, honestly. Oh, it was just a red gen- flash, and I was like, ah. Genuine, uh, startling moment for you. Mm-hmm. And jump scare. I'm a sucker for jump scares. So they apparently were close to the um, orbit of a planet, and yeah, they were Earth close to Earth too. Two. Okay. Yes, like in the Flash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But they they blew up their, like, campus. Their semester at space? Yeah, because they, they were like, oh, look, it's a city. I don't remember what it was called. Were the dipshits at space going to really contribute to society? 
<laughs> you know? I don't know. Their buildings were shiny, maybe. I just have to wonder. Going to produce more society with the way they're going. Yeah, yeah that's true. They're going to repopulate. They're going to go forth and, uh, you know. Um. So then, uh, what happens? Of course, is that Jason is uh, glowing on reentry to mm. well, not reentry, but entry to the orbit. You know, to the atmosphere of this planet. Earth two is exactly the same as Earth one. Yeah. But when okay, when Earth one. We had another when, one in stock. No, 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 no. When Earth One was in the phase, or the decade of the first Friday the 13th, uh-huh. that's where Earth Two is in the year 2455. Oh. Mm. Don't know why. But yeah. they were wearing the same outfits. I was like, hey, I've seen that before. Um, The shorts are made of some kind of rubber or pleather. Oh, are they? Yeah, I noticed that rewatching it. I went, they're just wearing normal, like, 80s 90s that's what i was thinking but then i I, it's just a weird material yeah so it's the future obviously future futuristic rubbery shorts yeah why i don't know there's so many boobs in this movie it bothered me yeah that fucking guy with the rat nest hair he's a total boob (laughs) (laughs) sorry i was jumping around i was just looking at my notes and i just wrote so many boobs okay so (laughs) someone was in charge of um yeah there's a boob wrangler wrangler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the cruise ship one did you notice a conspicuous absence of boobs i didn't watch the cruise ship one oh when you watch the cruise ship one you will notice a conspicuous absence of boobs what will the franchise be without boobs um uh, jason takes manhattan is Mm. what it would be uh and that i think had something to do with some religiosity of someone involved with making it or maybe they thought this is just going to go straight to television well, if you read any of the IMDb's, <laughs> it seems like the constant theme in these movies is the director trying to wear down the lead actress to do nudity. Oh. And they always have a clause like, I won't do nudity. And then the, the stupid director is just like, come on, do it. Just one scene. Come on, do it. Just one scene. Uh, and it seems to be a reoccurring theme. Well, behind the scenes, so uh, they didn't wear anybody down. Apparently, they didn't wear anybody down because the lead was like, "Nope, I'm not doing it." And everybody else is like, "Nope, I'm not doing it either." I got a wacky idea. Uh, Anyone who has that in their contract, don't hire them. Hire women who will do the nudity if that's what you want to put in your movie. I thought you were going to say to get around that you have Jason goes to a nudist (laughs) camp. (laughs) That's right. Everybody's nude, including Jason, including Jason, just the hockey mask and boots (laughs) and boots, just the mask and the boots. Yeah, (laughs) and they're not even laced up. He keeps tripping. Tease. <sighs> so, uh... They just have to frame every shot with machete just so. so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just standing there holding it at a particular angle. So yeah. You don't see any Bushes in the way. They yeah. could make a calendar then. I'd buy that. I'd yeah. buy that calendar. Who wouldn't buy that calendar? Yeah, it's like a sexy fireman <laughs> calendar, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Jason. So clearly what's going to happen is <laughs> this shooting star that this couple is watching hits the lake... And there's like a little fragment of the mask or whatever. What's going to happen? Well, yeah, when it lands, well, they like time jump to. Well, there's like a 10 second pause and then the guy's like, let's go check it out. We're like, dun, dun, dun. But we know what's going to happen also. Isn't it like the final chapter? No, the final chapter is Jason goes to hell. Yes. 
but no. They will literally never be done with this. Mm-hmm. We will be in the year 2455, and this <laughs> shit will still be going on. Honestly, I would take a reboot if they were to do like the first one again. Uh, they, did, they did that in 2009? No, but I mean now. Oh, now. Okay, yeah. The first or the second. I don't know. I like they're, they're trying Jason. To. They're trying oh, for to do real? The second one. Well, explain there's, this, Julian. There's, there's like a this. rights issue going on. There's different people own... Uh, the Friday the 13th franchise, other people own the Jason character. Oh. So there's a fight going on right now. I will start a GoFundMe. Mm. It's like owning Gotham separately from Batman. Well, yeah. You know, there's only so much you can do with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Gotham City. Woo! <laughs> uh, no Batman in it. What? <laughs> no Batman? Well, well, we got Batman, but he's in Miami. Wait, we'll be in the last episode. <laughs> Oh, you're talking about the TV series? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even I think of that. I thought that's what you were talking about. No, when I blurted that out, I didn't even think of the okay. fact that they did do that. One episode to go. And they're gonna. the last episode is going to be 10 years on. Oh, nice. With yeah. Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On his first day. <laughs> yeah. Ziggy, did we talk about what is the plural of Batman? <laughs> it's Batman. <laughs> Batman. Batmans. Batman I. Batmans. Batman's. Man's. Man's. Batman's. Batman's. You agree? Batsman? No, Batsman. It's either Batman or Batmen. I'm sorry, Batman's or Batman. Ah, uh, I was like, that's a singular. It's like uh, deer and deer. Yeah. There's a lot of deer in that field. There's a lot of Batman in that field. I like <laughs> Batman's. Yeah, that's correct. I believe that to be correct. It's like and, that thing about how dogs would wear pants. Sure. How would they wear pants? <laughs> Have you not seen that? Okay. It's like with four legs. Yes. Or it's just from the waist. No. You don't wear pants up your front half. Yeah. yeah. No. Or it's from the waist down, but it's on a dog, so it's different. <laughs> Gosh. That's it's kind really of like, simple. how would a dog sit in a chair? Their legs bend backwards. No. If a dog stands up on its hind legs, its pants are from its waist down, yeah. not across its midsection and front legs and back legs and possibly tail. Yeah. I agree with you completely. Yeah. Co- completely. Wise words. Yes. Mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Mark Twain <laughs> who said, no, it was Will Rogers. God damn it. I always confuse those two. Uh, Will Rogers talked about dog pants. I'm sure of it. Um, so uh, so we, we wrapped this one up nicely with um, Shooting Stars and the promise that there's going to be a Jason 11 on Earth 2. But it's it's not. It's Freddy versus Jason. Yes. Yeah, which I have... The, the clock comes out. It's like, nom, 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 nom. Or she laughs. He doesn't go, nom, 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 nom. Nom, 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 I can picture him, you know, picking up hors d'oeuvres with those knives. Oh, nom, 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 Like black olives. Yes. You're like bugles. Check it out. It's Freddy with bugles on his tips of his blades. Those like chips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Every kid thinks they invented... Tennis balls. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> safety first, bitch. <laughs> right? Yeah. They make little tennis balls for tiny dogs. Those would be perfect for Freddy's fingertips. <laughs> we are solving problems. We're writing better movies. We are. <laughs> Ziggy, if you were on this show, we would, we'd have world peace by the end of next month, I think. Or at least some better movies, yeah. Or, yeah. I'm running for president, too, so... Oh, okay. Well, you and everyone else... You heard it here first. Yeah. Well, you, Trust me. 
I would say um, you lack the experience and yeah. wait a minute, never mind. That's not a prerequisite. we <laughs> <laughs> will just stop right there. Um, do you feel like we covered these movies as well? As, Brilliantly. Uh, is there anything that do you want me to talk about Jason here. versus Freddy? This or is, Freddy versus Jason? This is where I was going with this. Okay. Because Go I haven't seen it. I'm pretty sure I've not either. seen it. Yeah, she okay, you haven't. And, oh. and I, think, I haven't seen any of the Freddy movies. Like I don't okay. know where he comes from. So we've got two more to go. Technically, we do. We yeah. got the reboot. There are two more. We got we yeah, got the reboot and Freddy vs. Jason. Is there? Yeah, yeah. 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 But it, I have it? to watch all the Freddy movies then first. Oh. I refuse to watch Freddy vs. Jason without like knowing something. Wow, that's a lot of movies to watch. I know. Most I mean, you can get the concept down with just the first one. Yeah. That's all we really need. And not have it ruined by how he turns into a, a, a one-liner stand-up comic. As long as he doesn't become a worm, I'm That's fine. the best thing. <laughs> and he does become a worm. Fudge. He does He eats somebody as a is giant worm. Is nothing sacred? No. Three, nothing is sacred. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. part three eats somebody. I forget. <laughs> nothing should be surprising either. You could fair. skip part two because it's not really related to the other movies. Okay. You definitely and check out the first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll look for it. I'll scour the webs. Yeah, it it's was up there somewhere. So Freddy versus Jason. Have, have the Elm Street series. Do you know? I don't have it. Yeah, no, but it's probably on Netflix or Prime or something. Something. I, fa- I failed to it's see on the, the point of owning those because I really don't want to watch I'll just look it. up the clips one at a time on YouTube. There you go. Yeah. One of twelve or mm-hmm. one of thirty-two or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two Each minutes. Scene just by <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we covered all of these. Um, and I, and I do want to hear you talk about um, Freddy versus Jason, but I almost forgot something in the margins here, um, uh, because I watched the um, the Dead Meat uh, web series. The, you remember that the guy had the little yeah, yeah, videos yeah, all where the he, kills. Yeah, um, the uh, let's see, Jason takes Manhattan. The the rate of kills or deaths one every five minutes. In <laughs> um, Jason goes to hell. There's a death every 3.75 minutes. And in uh, Jason X, there are 25 deaths, and that equals one every 3.64 minutes. Wow, right? He so, blows up a whole space station in that one. Yeah, he I, kills a whole... He kills like 200 it's people. like a whole platoon goes down. I don't down. know if they can count that as, you know, like... It's, three, not, it's not an on-screen it's, death. It's not known, and it's not on-screen, so they don't count See, it. See, I think what they need in these movies is to have a little tally... Mark or a little skull and crossbones appear at the bottom every time you yeah. kill like someone. The cannon from the Hunger Games. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Or a little rollback counter, like you know, like an analog counter and a tape recorder. Yeah, exactly, something like that. Because I tried to count them in Jason Goes to Manhattan, and I got lost. Yeah. And it ended up being like twenty deaths or something, but about twelve, and I got confused as who who killed who at one point. Right. You know, like does it count incidental deaths? You yeah. know, the teacher blew up in the cop car. Is that a Jason death or is that just... It's an accidental death. Accidental. There's two of them know. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I wrote something down about that, but... Um, one kid shoots another kid. Yeah. You know, that doesn't count. Yeah, he lost his glasses yeah. like like uh, Velma and Scooby-Doo. I remember when I was in Japan, they had like a TV show and they, they wanted to find out uh, which samurai TV drama had the highest kills for one for, for one hero to do yeah and there's there's one that was in the high 40s and they showed the clip of this like massive battle with just him against it, all these bad guys and, and there's this counter <laughs> ding, ding, ding. You know, exactly 
That's, that's just what, what I want. That's what we need. <laughs> Ding! A little skull pops up, and right. then you could keep count and be at the bottom. Like, oh, there's 15 deaths so far. Because really, you only watch these movies for the deaths, right? Yeah, the kills. Yeah. I did appreciate these ones more than other movies because not only are they more creative, but they got away from some tropes. You know how in like a lot of horror, like female deaths are so much longer than male deaths. Yeah. yeah. Like if male deaths are even on screen, they're very short. But you know females like you saw it with like rowan too like she died all like it took a while yeah whereas you didn't even see the whole like army of people go in to try to stop jason they just all died um but later once they're on the spaceship you start to see everybody dying slow and that was really nice yeah it was very leisurely (laughs) i appreciated that (laughs) yeah that's a good point to bring up yeah well uh in england where most of the kills were cut Mm. Uh, the, the enjoyable bit was the suspense. I mean, mm. You didn't get the payoff. You didn't get the punchline usually. Oh. But uh, you know, that's all you had was the build was up. The build up. Suspense. So It'd be funny know, if they edited in the, in the comedies early, that way. In, in the early, there's <laughs> <laughs> just no punchline. Right. punchline. Uh, so in the, in the early entries in the Friday series, uh, they worked better because they were done as thrillers that. Yeah. Built up to something. It's what the cl- the Quiet Place did, I find. Or A Quiet Place. Mm. I feel like they did that a lot. The whole movie was just one big jump scare. <laughs> yeah. You could say that. All right. Freddy versus Jason. Take us to well, it, Will. Are we going to talk about it or we wait? <clears throat> well. We should wait till she... We should wait till she watches it. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Okay, fair enough. Let's let's do that. It doesn't make a lick of sense, though. <laughs> okay. It's a lot like Jason goes to hell. You're like, logic? What? Mm-hmm. How does this work? Who cares? <laughs> well, you know, something I should say, Ziggy, we don't just want you for your insights on Friday the 13th <laughs> movies. Also on dogs wearing pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. that, but... Um... That's her, uh, you know, what she... She's running on for president. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, my get campaign. Pants for every dog in the country. <laughs> and they will be from the waist down. <laughs> we'll for 25 do cents a day. Yeah. She can clothe right. the dog's bottom. <laughs> that's, that's right. The, the way God intended. Uh. Um, so I, I do think we need to talk about Scream or and Please, or the Scream God. series with you. I've seen all of them. Because we've never covered Scream, have I've we? No. Seen past three. You please. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm one of the people. Four who... is the best sequel is it? Okay. or the best. I don't know. Is it sequel I've heard after that. two? Yeah, it's like one. Yeah, one of the better they ones. have the best plot twist in that. Two's just dumb. Three's worse. Yeah, that's why I, I kind of dropped out after three. Four's good. Two isn't super bad, um, but it's basically I know what you did last summer as well. Right, right. They like redid it again. Yeah. Courtney's bangs are horrible in. Yeah. Part two. Oh god! And then she has Her like horrible highlights bangs. too. Yeah, streaks. She's um, a beautiful woman. What the hell is she doing? I, oh god, um, <laughs> I don't even comment anymore. I don't like her character at all. So like, I don't. Okay. Care. Um, but she, her dog has front pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just full underside pants. Stupid ass underside pants. Mm-hmm. And does it cover their butthole, or does it just? <laughs> See, because... that's the problem. Yes, it you is. Can get, like... Among others, that is a problem. You can, if you're feeling a little, like frisky, your dog's tail doesn't have to be in there. You right, know? right. 
There you go. Going out. <laughs> I always figured then have a hole for the tail. Yeah, like a big buttonhole. But then, yeah. the, but then the pants have to come up and over, like for pugs. You know, the like yeah. tails are really high up. Oh yeah, man, dog pants. You have to have braces, like suspenders. <laughs> suspenders, yeah. Goofy yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. But yes, we should do Scream, and then I've also watched the TV series. Okay. Oh, I haven't okay. seen the TV series it's or part really four. It's really bad. Watch part four, people. It's on Netflix. I will. Okay. Oh. Because I right. believe I watched the first three of those. I shall check it out. You have about a month and a half of school left, right? Oh, yes. You My AP exams are And you could have survived like, prom. Are in like three weeks. And yeah, there's prom too. You know there's going to be some machete-wielding psycho. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's prom night and there's Carrie, so I'm yeah. Yeah. gearing up to run. There's... And then in uh, Scream the TV show, they do that too. Yeah. They throw prom in a barn. Jeez, bad idea. Really? Mm-hmm. That is terrible. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know, how they universally did this in the past? The prom? Gy- the gymnasium. Oh. Prom was always in the gymnasium. Yeah. Ours yeah. is uh, It's like here's your fancy place. Well. Here's your prom, stupid. It's like you get to look at the basketball hoop while you try to. Hey, dance. we put streamers on it. Yeah, streamers on the hoop and some go. balloons. Yeah, knock yourself out. You know. I don't. I don't. Somebody's got a flask. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Don't spike the punch. Spike your own fucking drink, moron. Yeah. That that pint of booze isn't going to do anything to that whole punch bowl. Yeah. You need like a half gallon of booze for a punch bowl. Do Trying you... to remember if we even had punch at the prom. I don't think we did. I, I didn't have a prom. Oh. Well. Oh, you you missed out on feeling like crap and spending a lot of money. That's right. Yeah. Which and is nobody what... dancing. Stretch limos. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was stupid. I'll go into that another time. I'll give you the full story of my brother punching a guy with a lit cigarette in his fist. And, at uh, prom? Let's look for that. <laughs> he would do that at a prom. He didn't even go. He's like, this is stupid. <laughs> so and and then how how well my prom went. I'll tell you about that sometime too. All right. It's not even my prom this time. It's I would have been friends. happy if someone with a machete would have cut my head off. Oh my god. I would have felt better about prom if that had happened. So there's prom. Enjoy it. Yeah, I'm prom. excited. And that was what, like 40 years ago? Something like that. <laughs> Everything was kind of sepia toned and blurring around, around the edges. And... We rode a wagon down to the barn where they had prom. Your date had a bonnet room. on. Yeah, she did. She did have a bonnet. Yeah. Yeah. She might as well have. The Civil War had just wrapped up. <laughs> I think dogs wore bonnets back then. They well. did, but no pants. <laughs> on the front or the back? That's the question. Was it a front bonnet or a back Were there bonnet? ear holes? Were like there ear holes? If, if they're male or female. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. I think I think that was a good palate cleanser from talking about these goddamn movies. <laughs> should we call it a show? I don't uh, want to stop recording, but we should probably do that because I know yeah, you, yeah. I'll have to go out at some point. Yeah, we we have to face the reality of the world out there. Uh, Ziggy, thanks again for being on the show. I really appreciate it. I know you guys do. And, yeah. and, um, yes, very much. And our great to have you on the show. Our listeners get a better episode every time you're on. Oh, so this summer, so when when you if you haven't gotten murdered at prom by a machete-wielding yeah. psychopath. Or if she's doing the murdering. Oh, yeah. yeah or if you're not, and then I have a whole summer to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then next year, people will say, well, I know. Well, which you did last I'm, summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and then there's should, a second should, one too. Yeah. I feel like I also, I, I, I too, am in the known about what you did last summer. Yeah. And then there's a like fourth or fifth one. They're like, hey, that thing you did last summer. Dot dot dot. I so, know what you did a few summers ago. Yeah. <laughs> 
So uh, we'll we'll probably be able to uh, invite you on more while you don't have a bunch of school crap. You're not going to oh, do yeah. like summer classes, are you? No, I just bought good. a lot of summer homework. Good. You're, you're going to come work at the shop. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Then we can we can uh, bounce these ideas about what movie to watch next. I think it's Scream just would be it's good. Just, it's just Scream. Okay. Next scream. time you're on, we'll do Scream. One? We'll do all of them. Okay, I will talk forever about Scream One. So well, that's okay. probably its own episode. That's cool. And then we'll do the sequels in their their own episode. In fact, I don't think I've watched Scream since it came out. I think you'll be happy with it. Yeah. My VHS yeah. copy has gotten too like loose, so it I have oh. to sit by it and hit it because it starts making like a horrible shrill noise and it'll skip like back two seconds and then keep playing. Oh man, man. get off of that! You got to get a DVD of this thing. I can't find one at the Goodwill. That's where I got the VHS version because it's ninety eight cents. It's probably like six bucks new. Uh, but like. It's That's so six bucks. It's six dollars. It's cooler to have the VHS. Or I could just hit it. I could sit right by the TV and I could hit it. You know what you could do is get like, your dad's good at building things. He could probably mm-hmm. make a, a stick. I just pull a string. It's like, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a stick with like a mallet on the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something earlier about, um, about Final Destination and, and Rube Goldberg contraptions. Right. I think Ziggy may not be as familiar with Rube Goldberg as we are. So before we ever talk about, well, maybe we'll talk about when, when we do Scream, some of the Final Destination stuff too. Okay. That, that way we could talk about Rube Goldberg after you've seen some of the cartoons of these contraptions. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right, listeners. Um, thank you for listening. And stay off them. The Moors. Moors.